the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. So this is the day, AM560 Golf Outing, and it is absolutely fantastic. I was able to meet a tremendous amount of our listeners, and it's just, it's absolutely fantastic. And McRae, the people at McRae, uh, golf club, it, what a beautiful venue. It's just beautiful, and the people are nice, and everything is great. And in the foursome behind me, the reason I'm going to start like this is because I was going to start about the Dimwood in diapers and the Indian prime minister and, you know, basically the fact that he's suffering from all kinds of dementia and he's a figurehead of the mafia. You know, that's how I was going to start because I have clip after clip after Biden. But as I'm getting ready for the show, I log on to... Uh, OffThePress.com. And now we know the amount of money that this crack-smoking bag man just didn't talk about. And it's $8.3 million that he left off his taxes, didn't pay taxes on. And now that they got him, the evidence cannot be denied, he walks. And I'm thinking about what it's like in the real world because behind me today, in a foursome, were all the kids of guys I know from the old neighborhood. I have, we had Pachichi, Amanti, uh, Moretti, and Giannotti. All behind me. I know all their fathers and mothers and wonderful kids. And, and, and you look at these kids, and you realize as somebody who had, you know, you start to make money, like all of us, right? You start to make money, and the government takes your, your money. They take it, and they steal it. And then they get to do what they want with it, right? And if, if you're lucky, it's 35%. But if you're good at making money, it's 50% and the rest of it. And you think about how that affects your life and then the guarantee for these kids behind me, right? All getting started. They're all going to pay 50% to this corrupt mafia posing as a government. Unless you're in it. And this scallywag scum of the earth, the Biden clan. They're hiding 8.3 that we learned about. They're hiding 80 And they pay zero taxes. And when you catch these rat bastards, they just walk. Eh, Don't worry about it. And I'm looking at these kids behind me, all in their 20s. They're all getting started. And you think they're all going to be good like their fathers and like their mothers. They're all going to be good. Who's a restaurateur? Who's a businessman? Who can figure out how to make lemonade and sell it out of lemons like his father? They're all going to make money. And they're the producers that will keep this crime syndicate posing as a government going it's despicable and it's disgusting and i'm going to tell you what it isn't going to be fixed with a fracking election this entire government needs an enema and there's a guy out there by the name of smith what's his first name honey bunny i always forget his name jack jan i don't know jason jason smith and uh he, he went to the microphone and he articulated it but you know this is great right we could talk about it i want to grab somebody by the collar and throw him in the hoose cow and who's going to do it that ferret-faced chicago rat Who's running cover for him by the name of Merrick Garland? 
I don't think so. Not one, but two IRS employees are blowing the whistle with evidence that the federal government is not treating taxpayers equally when enforcing tax laws. If you ever wanted things, you know, my wife makes fun of me. I, I, I buy a lot of shoes because I couldn't have them. I lived 90% of my life with one freaking pair of shoes. And now you make a little money. And your biggest problem why you have to say no to your wife, to your kids, to yourself, is because you owe the government money. And if you don't pay them, forget about the number that you owe them. They'll tack on every percentage they want. They'll confiscate your items. There used to be a video of Red Fox who was a phenomenal comedian, and like everybody else, he came from nothing, made a tremendous amount of money. And they came when he was an old man, and they threw him out of his house. He died in Las Vegas in a tenement, scum, house that he could barely afford. They wrecked his life. They didn't tell a joke. They didn't sing a song. They did Gatsangul, and they take everything. Unless, of course, you're in La Cosa Nostra. And this good-for-nothing, drug-addict scum of the earth, Banging his sister-in-law, among other $30 whores. You hide $8.3 million, you pay nothing? The whistleblowers were working on an investigation into Hunter Biden that opened in November of 2018. As an offshoot... Can we do like a, 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 a charity fight? I'll put up the taxes he owes just to fight this dirty bastard. Because the idea he gets away with it makes me sick. ...of a separate corporate investigation by the IRS. Let me emphasize, this was an investigation in the ordinary course of work at the IRS. It was not ordered by any individual. So let me help you. Let me clarify, because I speak government swindle. That means they stumbled upon it and they couldn't ignore it. That's how big it is. Any chairman or any political entity. The testimony we released today shows the IRS recommended charges against Hunter Biden that included attempt to evade or defeat tax, a felony, fraud or false statements, a felony, and willful failure to file returns, supply information, or pay tax. You know what would fix this? Is if the name on it was like the names behind me. If it was Amanti, if it was Moretti, if it was Pachichi, if it was Giannotti, they'd be locked up. And everything they own, everything they bought, and everybody they knew would be stripped of all assets. This is an outright atrocity. I'm dead serious. This is outrageous. What about the DuPont mansion? You can't take that? How does this whore, two-bit senator, own four houses? Anybody want to ask? These tax crimes cover an estimated... 2.2 million in unreported tax on global income streams to Mr. Biden and his associates from Ukraine, Romania, and China, totaling 17.3 million from 2014 to 2019. All of them ideological enemies of our country. They are enemies of our country. And the Bidens are their asset. Why do you think they gave him the money? Now, I, I'm asking rhetorically, because if you can walk, you know why they gave him the money. They own them. And their policies will go to benefit them. And they have a new swindle and a new swindle and a new swindle. First of all, I think it is the existential threat to humanity. Not climate change, you dimwit. 
with your wet trousers. You are the existential threat. You and the Democrats and the Republicans that go along to get along. You, corrupt governments, are the existential threat. Climate change. It's the most serious problem we face as human beings. Yeah, well, Nassau just said that there's more green. In fact, there's twice as much than there was just a few years ago and how great it is. You know what the green lives on? CO2. It's good for the earth, you lying bastard. But you don't get to steal the money and get the kickbacks. And the sickest part, even if you're a low-life Democrat like one I accidentally bumped into yesterday, but he didn't want to bump into me in a parking lot like that scallywag who's proud to be a Democrat, you do know that they're robbing you, right, dummy? Or maybe, maybe. Judging from where I was, he looked like he could pay for his car. He was probably one of the ones that get the contracts. See, I see you whores too, you fat asses at Tom Steakhouse. I see you. Whistleblowers claim the Biden Department of Justice is intervening and overstepping when it comes to the investigation of the president's son. Despite what whistleblowers described as a clear-cut case. Here, blow a whistle like Cori Bush. If you think you might commit sexual assault... Always carry a whistle. Shut up, dummy. Everybody knows what this is. Somebody better go to jail and somebody better go quick. And I want them all to go to jail. Because I don't want to go two more years. What do we got, 500 days? 500 days I have to pretend that this idiot is the president. Moving ourselves into having railway to go all the way across the southern two-thirds, from the Atlantic Ocean to the the Indian Ocean. Yeah, he said it again today. This is what they do to make him seem like he's not the bumbling, diaper-wearing, dimwitted he is. They make it, oh, well, no, no, we're going to change the location so it could be possible. Africa to be able to transport and do it cheaper and do it with less, less, how can I say it, less carbon emissions. You're stealing the money. It has nothing to do with carbon, you dimwit, you lying fraud like every other Democrat. For tax liability on these payments... IRS investigators say they found themselves hamstrung internally. Hamstrung internally. That's government speech again. For my boss said, leave it alone. Those are the oligarchs. Leave it alone or you'll lose your job and your pension too. And this is why it's the perfect mafia. We already know it's a mafia, but it's the perfect one. Because the watchers who watch the watchers, they're the ones in on it. The testimony we have just released details a lack of U.S. attorney independence, recurring unjustified delays, unusual actions outside the normal course of any investigation, a lack of transparency across the investigation and prosecution teams. Oh, boy, these government guys. That's government speak for the fix is in. It's going to be in. It's always been in. That's how these whores walk around in $6,000 suits and have mansions not just for their family but for their whores on the side. And bullying and threats from the defense counsel. This was a campaign of delay, divulge, and deny. Whistleblowers say reoccurring unjustified delays pervaded the investigation. I think we should even rip out those caps, you know, from smoking the rock. He lost his teeth, this stupid son of a dog. I can handle things, I'm smart! No, you're not. You're a crack-smoking bag man. Including and authenticating a WhatsApp message in which Hunter Biden demands payment from Chinese officials, noting that his father is in the room. Treason! It's treason! And he's a traitor! 
And that's why all these policies enrich China. That's why all the money goes to the Ukrainian oligarchs. All right, score. That's why the Bentley dealer in Kiev sells more Bentleys than the one in Chicago. Ask the Perillos. They're here, aren't they? Somebody's here who sells fancy cars. Ask them if they want to be located in Kiev, where the money is really, really flowing in. President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled the aid money. Yeah, but does he pay the taxes on it, or is he like the scumbag Hunter Biden? I think he doesn't pay the taxes on it. 312-642-5600. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! We are live from McCray Golf Club in Barrington. What a, another part of Illinois that's so beautiful. And these are all of the pigeons paying for that scallywag in Cook County. How is Grady Preckwinkle doing? Oh, those are where the scams are good. Yes, and that's how it works. The good people pay for the bad. And the bad people get away with virtually anything. That's what we're really talking about here. The tale of two justice systems. The tale of two, forget about it. It's different worlds. We're a crack-smoking, whoremongering dimwit who couldn't get a job anywhere. Somehow, all of a sudden, is making hundreds of millions because he's selling the government. Let's go to this dimwit. Let's see what he has to say. What do you have to say for yourself? U.S. President Joe Biden welcomed Indian Prime Minister... No, no, no. I want to hear from the dummy himself. Example, we're working with the G7 to provide for infrastructure work for for uh, dealing with global warming on the continent of Africa. Uh, hey, 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 you. You with the soiled socks. Hey, you. You're the president of America. You're taking our money. Let's get, let me get this straight. You're taking our money, and you're going to do the infrastructure in Africa? Did you ever take a look at some of the ghettos around here? Take a look at any big city where a Democrat is. It's an absolute ghetto. And you're going to do the infrastructure in Africa? What else are you doing in Africa? The United States will commit $55 billion to Africa over the next three years. See, you're paying off the dictators. You're paying off the slave masters because you want them to keep using your dollar. Well, here's the skinny dummy. Everybody knows what you are. And your, your corruption has ramifications even if you have the law enforcement agencies and the FBI and all of the people who could prosecute you here. It has ramifications throughout the world because the rest of the world looks at this. And they know what a scam it is. They don't buy a word of it. And they know that your corruption destroys the very currency that used to have integrity, used to have credibility. You know, like our government. Because after you, it has none. No no section of our bureaucracies have any credibility. Now, if you were ever in business, you knew this going into it. You see, La Cosa Nostra takes care of their own. They're not inspected by OSHA. They don't have to deal with the EPA. And if they do, they get a knock. Hey, the fix is in. Just like the IRS and your crack-smoking, toothless son. The whistleblowers revealed IRS investigators were told by U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf that because the evidence would be found in the guest house of former Vice President Biden, quote, there is no way, close quotes, a search warrant for evidence would ever get approved. Tell Leslie Wolf she's a dog. Tell her that, the crooked Democrat, rat, tramp. All right. Uh, let's go to Matt in South Bend. 
Four. Coming in. You're coming in, John. You're coming in, buddy. Listen, this is you're two golf course, two days in a row. I'm loving I could get used to this. You're, you're going to play through the, the D.C. club right now, buddy. You're really scoring high, I guess, oh, on your... Uh, your oh, you want to you wanna score right low, now. but all right, we'll go with it either way. I did clear out the putting yeah. green. Nobody's putting here anymore, but go ahead. Awesome. Hey, I was just wondering, maybe with all this uh, different uh, transformation and surgeries they're given, suggesting for people going that way, maybe yeah. we'll get a robo-president with the artificial intelligence. You want to know something It's an interesting thing? I think we should go uh, with uh, AI, artificial representation, because the computers don't need the money. And after all, what good are the congressmen? I mean, outside of a couple that use it for a campaign speech, I think we could go AI representation. We could go AI judges. I mean, you know what the law is. Read the verdict, and then they get the the sentence. You might be on to something. God knows Democrats don't like AI. Oh, no. It's why our ports in the most corrupt Democrat sewers, like Long Beach, you can't use artificial intelligence to unload because they got to have a how you doing how you doing unload that all right we're going to pay the guy 170 dollars an hour not enough we need more union strong you rats uh craig i'm on greenwood hey this is hey check hello yeah you're there hey thank you for taking my call and uh boy i tell you what you're always basically hitting all the important things and all that but i got told the honey bunny and that you know, what's real disgusting to me is when I think about how, well, first of all, you know, people don't like to talk about anything with Hitler and all that kind of thing and everything, but I'm going to tell you something. He, he had those brown shirts and all stuff like that. But I'll tell you why what we got is so much worse than those brown shirts. We got this FBI, CIA, all those people that we put all this trust on him with things. It's because everybody knew what they were all about and everything. What we got is it's all hidden. They're all scum. They're all like hidden moles and everything like that. That's why even with Bar and Durham and everything, they just keep coming out. They're all, they're, all, they're, they're all worse than brown shirts because they pretend to be just and doing the right thing and everything, and there's not a single one of them. We got, none, we got nothing with them people. You know, Craig, it's, it's funny. I was in, a, I was in a, a room full of very successful entrepreneurs last night, and a lot of, a lot of guys uh, want to kind of work in the system of the Republican Party because that's where they've had their stake in the ground. And it doesn't it's shocking to me because no matter how many times you get double crossed, there are still people willing to work in that system. To your point, to your point, the Republican Party has to go. That's something that I am totally different on than 99% of people who are not Democrats. The Republic the reason you got to this position is because the Republican Party, up until a few guys, like Congressman Smith, and you could name your favorite Matt Gates, you could name them. But they're always ostracized from the GOP. Any system that works, where to get on a committee to, re- to represent your people, to be on that committee, you have to buy it. It doesn't go on your expertise. It goes on your ability to raise money. And you have to buy. You want to sit on the Ways and Means? Okay, buy it. You want to sit on this committee, transportation? Buy it. And it goes on the more powerful, the more money you have to buy it from, is a system of corruption itself. The GOP system of governing is corrupt, which is why Matt, or uh, what's his name, Mitt Romney with the magic underpants, his dimwit niece is in charge of the GOP. You think it's going to be different than Uncle Mitt? How do you think the Romneys made their money? How do you think, do you really believe he's a raider? He's got Sangul. It's because the father was the governor. The father was a politician. The father was the original whore. He just taught Mitt how to do it. And he hopes in the afterlife he doesn't have to be Christ on the same planet. I hope he gets a different planet, for God's sakes. All right. Uh, who is this? Who is this, honey? Money, I can't see. There's a glare on this. 
Sean. It's I have Dalai the Dalai Lama. Lama. The Dalai Lama? Dalai thousand Lama. yards off a of oh. glacier? How you doing? <laughs> hey, uh, I just wanted to give uh, say one thing to you. Gunga Galunga. Right. And uh, <laughs> to give you total consciousness for the rest of your life. I got that going for me. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it. I'll tell you, it was so much fun playing that. I haven't played in a year. Last time I played was at this outing. But what was fun, it was watching everybody else and getting to meet everybody. And, and the venue is, if you haven't played it, you owe it to yourself to come out here. It's absolutely fantastic. It's open to the public. And in the meantime, everybody here, it, it's inspirational because everybody here is working. They're working. They're not willing to sell their dignity for a welfare check. It's really quite inspiring. It's why we need to stick together. 312-642-5600. A looper. You know, a caddy, a looper. Jack. So I tell him I'm a pro jack. And who do you think they give me? The Dalai Lama himself. The 12th son of the Lama. The flowing robes, the grace, bald. Striking. So I'm on a first tee. What am I giving the driver? He hauls off and whacks one. Big hitter. The Lama. Long. Into a 10,000-foot crevice right at the base of this glacier. Do you know what the Lama says? No. Gunga Galunga. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. At AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You should talk to my neighbor, the accountant, probably a great golfer. Huge ass. We are live from McCray Golf Club in South Barrington. Wonderful country. These are the Illinoisans that pay ridiculous amounts of taxes for the corrupt scourge in Crook County. Not to mention the good people trapped in Cook County. But out here, it's really, it's really a tragedy because this would be a beautiful place to live if it wasn't for the political pimps and whores that have uh, destroyed uh, the tr- peace and tranquility we used to take for granted. And when the Democrats are in charge of anything, you should present yourself. You should be ready. You should prepare yourself to figure it out that everything will suck because that's what they do. And the meeting today between the Indian Prime Minister Modi is a pretty important one because India is the eye in BRICS. Now, granted, there's not one Democrat that knows what BRICS is or why it's gaining steam. But what they also don't know is that this nonsense of an existential threat to humanity is a Trojan horse of corruption where Joe Biden and his dimwit mafia members, those children who are really running the country, will bribe Moody to stay complacent with the, with the bastardized dollar. But hopefully these other countries will realize the dollar should be, it should no longer be the world currency. How's that? Because it's been so corrupted, it's been so destroyed and so overprinted and over leveraged that the dollar doesn't mean anything anymore in fact you can't separate the debt from the dollar and now that these imbeciles can't stay in the parameters of law and have circumvented it through janet yellen manhands and the rest of the democrat mafia with support of republicans who massively lift the debt massively why would any country use it and then we're going to use their the cleanest dirty shirt it's still better than anywhere else. Only because if you don't buy the dollar, we'll kill you. We'll go to war with you. And that explains the war in Syria. It explains Yemen. It explains the Horn of Africa. It explains Ukraine. You see, NATO expansion is true. 
It was a big threat, and Russia didn't like it. But more importantly, it's the currency. You see, Ukraine likes the corruption in the dollar. They were setting it up since the fall of the Soviet Union. Set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of uh, Russia. Why? 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 Why would arguably the most um, corruptive influence of any currency, a man who's made fortunes destroying currencies, why would he set it up before the Soviet Union? Because he knew. He owned the American Democrat Mafia. And he knew that 90% of the Americans are too stupid to even understand why they have the luxury. And under the guise of a Trojan horse of altruism, you can destroy any fracking country. That's why the similarities between the real Nazis and the Fourth Reich now destroying my country, or the real Soviets and the Marxist Mafia now destroying my country, are undeniable. But we were supposed to have the rule of law that would prevent the open and notorious corruption that these forms of government always devolve into. And we do, except the people who are supposed to implement the laws are corrupt. And the Republican Party that is supposed to be the chance to change it, it's corrupt as well. And, and it, just seem, it just seems so facially obvious that it's not what's in your report that's telling. Mm-hmm. It's the omission. It's the lack of work you did. Now, I, um, I never liked John Durham. I don't like anybody. I don't. You have to earn it. But if you've navigated 30 years in this political Rube Goldberg system of mafia, you're in on it. It's that simple. And that's really what we're dealing with here. And that's why we have the illusion of a Republican Party, the illusion of a representative republic. How about this fact, Mr. Durham? The entire Mueller team does a hard reset on their Apple phone in synchronization to wipe away evidence. Did you investigate that? I've read that. Well, why didn't, did you investigate it? Who gave the order on the Mueller team to, to wipe the phones? Yeah, that was not something that we were um, asked to look at, and we didn't no, look that's- It's the illusion of an investigation. That's what you had. And whenever somebody comes from the government to investigate the government, it's not going to be accurate. It's not going to be complete. They're going to carve out their friend. It's humanity. It's the flaw of humanity. And without the rule of law, we have a problem. So what do we need to do? No more Republican. How's that? No more Republican support. None. And I don't care who you run or what you're going to do. You're as corrupt as the Illinois Republicans, 90% of them. Yeah, you are. 90% of you love the system, and you're culpable for the corruption that now destroyed the once great city, once great state. It's not true, Mr. Durham. That is not true, because I'm holding the document that authorized... I fight this every day because I don't ever want to say the once great country. But it's getting harder and harder and harder to deny that this country has already been more than hamstrung. It's been tragically, tragically infested with the cancer of corruption. As is your activity, and it specifically says the investigation of special counsel Robert Mueller. It's in par- Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the order that says that you're supposed to inter- investigate these things. And so, like, whether it's the Mueller team... Mifsud, how about Azra Turk? Azra Turk, what's Azra Turk's real name? Do you know that? I'm not going to be disclosing the names of FBI personnel that are otherwise unavailable. But an An FBI tried the honeypot in the right. So what do you do about it? What do you do about it? If you partake in the system that is betraying you, you too are assisting in the corruption of your nation. Don't call me a Republican. Don't call me, and, and, and don't ever ask me for money. For a party. 
you only give money to people that you support for very specific things. Now, there could be organizations, there may be organizations out there that want to change things and PACs and all the rest of it, but you're not going to change it by being a part of the system in K Street, where there is never, never a recession, never a collapse, there's never inflation. And why? Because it's the bastardization of our country. So I don't like the money aspect of it either. One thing's for certain. To keep doing the same thing and expect something different, it's only going to get us further because there isn't a Republican out there or a citizen, not one of these whores that's in it. There's not one that thought we would devolve this far. Yeah, so the FBI sent somebody to go honeypot George Papadopoulos. Who gave the order to do that? I think that's beyond the scope of what's in the report. It's literally the scope of what your charging order is. Who? Not when you're told to leave it alone. See, because you're as corrupt as the Democrats. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting, sexist pig and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560, the answer. I don't even think I thank the guys I golfed with today. Ed, Ray, Kurt, and Ray. I like to say Ray Ray and see which one turns around first. A lot of fun today at McRae Golf Club. In a, uh, let's go to another area that has a wonderful setting for golf. Jim, North Carolina. Hello. How are you? Jim from Asheville. How are you, Jim? Good. How are you? Splendid. Good. All right, this is the part where you talk. Ah, well, I just wanted to call in. I, I was listening to your show earlier a little bit ago. You were talking about the Bud Light. Um, I, I don't know how much I agree with Floyd. Cotton I didn't talk about else. Bud Light. Did I talk about Bud Light? I don't think I talked about Sean? Bud Light. Yet Sean, but I didn't talk about Bud Light. Oh, I thought you were talking about Bud Light. I, could, I must have dialed the wrong pot. No problem. I uh, I don't drink anymore, but uh tell you what, when I did, it was a lot of fun. Thank you very much, Jim. Of course, you had a good chance of waking up in a motel or a prison cell. Uh, who is this? Rich. I need head park. Hey, Sean. How are you doing today? Splendid. I don't want to talk about good Bud time. Light. Good time golfing today? I had fun, but I tell you what, I'm, you know... I feel like I got hit with a bag of cans. My back is killing me. I was late to the course. I barely, I didn't, I didn't stretch. And you know, what are you going to do? You're getting older. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. What I, what I wanted to say, as long as I've been listening to you, you've been talking about how much the Democrats lie and how corrupt they are and how big of a fraud they are. Yeah. Well, another example is that is the way they interrupted uh, the vote that they were trying to take to censure uh, Adam Schiff uh, yesterday. They kept yeah, but, interrupting and and and, uh, and interrupting, and that just tells me that they accept all of the lies that uh, he told about Trump, and they're and they're uh, they're okay with it. Here's what you got to understand. That's all we need to know about. You've been listening to me for a long time. I know you have. You've been calling, and I appreciate it very much. I also mentioned what kind of corruption is in the Republican Party, right? So you yeah, know, you did. And you've you've heard me say you can clean your own house, but you can't clean your neighbor's house. Right. So here's the thing. I'm watching good congressmen. There's, we've, we've got a lot of good congressmen, from Gates to Smith to Jordan. We've got, a, we've got a lot of good ones. But at what point do we say, you know what, 
You can't work in this system of corruption. So what I'm going to do is say, if you're a good one, you're going to leave that Republican Party and you're going to come into a new independent party. And you're going to reject the pay-to-play schemes that are, oh, you want to be on a committee? you got to buy it from the GOP. See, because they have a duopoly of corruption. There's no difference. They have the same bank. They may be different accounts, but it's the same institution. And that's what needs to be broken. Because at this point, if you are still admitting you're, you're a Democrat, do me a favor. Go stand in a corner and put a dunce cap on. Because now you're a fracking idiot. Unless you're in on it. Like that scallywag yesterday who was getting in the S-550. Now you are obviously making money from it. So you're an oligarch scumbag. You, I actually understand more than the ordinary man. Because if you're an ordinary man and you're in this mafia because you yeah, think but, they're helping you, you're an idiot. Yeah, you deserve Sean, what you can get. Sean, do we have enough... Uh... Republicans to turn this thing around? I don't somehow? care. I don't care. The division would be great. Throw a wedge in this corrupt GOP because I got news for you. Five decades. Everybody knew what Joe Biden was. What, how many times did the Republicans even mention his name? How many times? You understand 50 years he's been in politics. He spent the vast majority as a corrupt senator from a state that was created for tax evasion. The whole fracking state. They got one building. They got 13 million LLCs in it. And this is the guy? This is the guy. And what did you do for the 40 years he was a senator? You kissed his ass. You kissed his ass. Because the LLCs, they all duke him. Because they want that special. Delaware's tax-free, isn't it? How does that work? See, now Florida's tax-free because the businesses thrive. And they pay into the state so the people don't have to. It's an operational capitalist state that runs on success. Delaware is a Democrat stronghold mafia area that runs on pay-to-play systems like the sewer of Chicago, once great city. You see, I'm getting tired of pretending this isn't a scam. Three, one, two, six, right. How much time do I got there, kid? Thanks, Craig. All right, good. We got two minutes. All right. I appreciate the call, by the way. In the meantime, let's get into how they how they hide. Get in. A, should we get in a little? Well, here, let's go to Hakeem Jeffries. The peddling conspiracy theories before the judiciary. Committee, the oversight chairperson is totally out of control and unhinged. <sighs> Hakeem, how much is your net worth? I mean, I'd like to know what you did. I know your uncle was a Marxist moron. I'd like to know what you did. How much money do you make? How do you afford that $6,000 suit? And did you pay taxes? See, this is what you have to start doing now. Because stop being afraid that the government's going to investigate you. If you're not in this mafia, they're coming. I just had a guy tell me they came for 5000 5000 The IRS sues him, goes after the money, freezes the account for 5000 That's what they do for a Republican. But Hakeem Jeffries and the toothless, crack-smoking, whoremongering son of the president, they got millions. They don't even have to report it. How did you get a loan? You had to produce paperwork when you got a loan. How much loans do, 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 does Hunter Biden have? Anybody want to really look into it? And it's nice. Listen, I appreciate the congressman who come on and talk about it. But how did they get the loan in the first place? Who was the loan officer? Who was the entity? Who was the bank? These, these are questions I have. Do you believe the Hunter Biden agreement will cause President Biden to lose support in the presidential election? Do you believe the impeachment... Can I answer the first question? Uh, sure. No. No, no, no. <laughs> you know what? You think that, that, that he's wrong? He's absolutely correct. You go to a sewer that was once a great city. How many are going to vote non-Democrat? How many will support any fracking pumpkin they put in there as a Democrat? You, you, you could bring Fetterman to Chicago. He'll be the next mayor. Is he a Democrat? He'll be just like he is in Philly. Same thing. 
they'll vote for anything because they like the scam. That's the difference. This isn't about political beliefs. It's about character. That's the division in the country. And the problem with the Republicans is they share a lot of the same characteristics. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. It's been too long since I talked to my next guest, who I enjoy, because he's more than accomplished. He's relentless. He's more than just somebody who understands money and investments. That's where he started his career way back when. He's somebody who investigates the scams, the scandals, and proves them wrong. He is Dr. Jerome Corsi. His new book, How the Coming Global Crash Will Create a Historic Gold Rush. Hi, Doc. How are you? Uh, Sean, great to be back with you. Thank you. I think of you often, number one, because I love your books. I love the way you investigate and prove not just an allegation, but fact. And this is something you've been good at since before you started even writing, since you were back in investing. And what's fascinating to me is the ignorance of our fellow citizens as they cheer for their own destruction. As you watched, everybody demand that we continue to destroy and bastardize the principles of our own currency. And your book comes out now. And it makes complete sense to me. There is going to be a global crash. It's undeniable. Or will this Keynesian soiree of corruption we pretend is an economy last a little bit longer? What's your prediction? Well, it may last a little bit longer, but, Sean, it's already starting to come apart. I mean, you've got commercial real estate now, which is crashing. Uh, take a look at San Francisco. You, Hilton Hotel pulled out, just quit paying its mortgage at Union Square, a beautiful property. You've got commercial buildings that are under 40% occupied that are going bankrupt. Uh, you've got a city that's filled with uh, homeless, with uh, filth on the streets, with ne- needles from drugs. With it, It's a dangerous city. And uh, this is happening across the country. Commercial real estate has been a crash, uh, in part because people have not don't want to come back to work in buildings and offices after the pandemic, and also because the economy is already slowing down with the increased interest rates the Fed has imposed, and the Fed's going to continue imposing interest rates. We've got a credit crisis here that is going to close banks, and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be serious, and it's going to be deep and long. You know, Dr. Jerome Corsi, nobody, um, when, we, when I used to start to trade, I was lucky enough to be uh, mentored in a certain way by a multitude of different guys, but mainly people who were thinkers and, and, and fundamentalists. And the one thing they would say when you're about to invest, always the last thing you say to yourself is, what if I'm wrong? This is something that government never says to itself. So when you have the Federal Reserve, which as I see it, is a true I mean, to call them a bunch of bookies would be would be uh, disrespectful to bookies. What they are is they've manipulated the control of the currency and they nip off the interest. And every time the economy uh, fails, they come in and pretend to be helping it. And what they do often makes it worse. So you're describing San Francisco, but right here in Chicago, we have over six million square feet completely vacant. What used to be the financial district, it's a quiet 
unkept rumor that they're going to redevelop that for Section 8 housing. And at that point, you realize this, to me, seems intentional. Because simultaneously with that, the government continues to borrow in the future. So the currency is based on a lie. Full faith and credit, my derriere. It's a, it's a debt scheme, right? And ultimately, the chicken has to come home and roost. Well, it, it is intentional. There's an intentional effort to destroy the economy going on. The Federal Reserve knows that, we, first of all, the Federal Reserve has been buying our debt. I mean, the Treasury prints money, and the Federal Reserve buys debt. I mean, how crazy is that? Uh, the Federal Reserve now has an $8 trillion balance sheet. It's doubled since the pandemic. And then they mandate profit by raising the rate across the board. So after they get it, they say, you know what? I want to make more. How much more? Well, let's make it up. And now we're at what? Uh, uh, they say it's 5.1%. But how many of those same scallywags have an interest in the banks that lend it to the people at 7.5%? It is an inside game that I don't think gypsies could have thought of in Romania 3,000 years ago. Well, the federal government's become a Ponzi scheme. We, the money is really uh, fake because there's nothing behind it. And they seem to, you know, we're, we're just printing it like crazy. Trillions and trillions of dollars. Uh, we're in a cycle here with this calculated of you've got boom, and you've got bust, and you've got depression, and then you've got war. This has happened over and over again. We had, you know, the 1920s, everybody's throwing a party. You have 1929, the stock market crashes. We have the Depression, and we do World War II. So we're going to go into a very, very massive recession. And that's why I'm saying, just like in 2007, 2008, 2009, subprime market crash, gold doubled. When we had the 1970s, when we had the energy crisis, gold doubled. We've now got a double whammy. We've got an energy crisis with this crazy climate change nonsense, which is bogus science. And then, and then on top of that, that we've got a credit crisis with the real estate market, commercial real estate going to fail, and the housing market will follow it. We've got 30-year fixed mortgages that are almost 7% right now. This is going to be a massive bank failure very soon. You know what's interesting is when you realize that, all of, all of the push by the government, by these idiots, these crooked whores, to stoke up the, the lie of global warming, to stoke it up, is intentional because it's the perfect cover for more corruption, the more bastardization. And it'll frighten people to where they'll do anything, even cheering for their own demise. And simultaneously, it doesn't matter to them how destroyed the rest of the people are because they've got a multitude of different golden geese of funding between the, 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 the military-industrial complex and the new eco-Nazism. They've got us in a corner. How do you get out of it? Or should, at this point, you just say, all right, it's inevitable, let's prepare for the worst? Well, there's ways to get out. There's ways to prepare. I mean, first of all, let's take a look at everybody's IRA and 401Ks. If you've got those in the stock market, if you've got mutual funds, you probably have them in the stock market, you could lose 20 or 30% of your value. If you start thinking about getting a gold-based IRA or 401K, do it with a legitimate company, you know, the, my partner, and I, Dean Heskin, who's my co-author, has been in the business for like, almost 40 years now. And um, there are ways to get gold and silver, which are going to hold their value and double. And when your dollars go to the grocery store and see how much $100 buys, and realize in the six months it'll buy half of that because the currency is going to be rapidly depleting. And 
with all the nations of the world, these BRIC countries, Brazil, Russia, India, China, then they're going to have now some 20 countries that want to join them. They want to destroy the dollar internationally because they see the dollar is worthless. They don't want it to be the standard of international trade anymore. And if that happens, the dollar is going to be even more deflated. So the, the problem you've got is protect yourself right now. And if you can get out of the stock market today, you know, take your gains. And the worst that could happen is maybe a little bit more expensive when you have to go back in. But the point is you'll prevent yourself from having a catastrophic loss. And I've written this book to try to warn people you've still got some time, not much. This is going to start happening fast by the fall. I think you're going to start seeing banks fall, fail again. And uh, with, the, with the currency where it's at, we don't have the money just to rush in and get these too big to fail banks saved without dramatically inflating the currency even further. This well, is a perfect storm. You know what's funny is that gold has been hovering around $2,000 quietly and nobody talks about it anymore. $2,000 an ounce. When I remember when my best friend came running into pits at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange and said, take everything in your account and buy gold. It was $253 an ounce. And everybody told him, what are you, crazy? It's $253 an ounce. When the reality is $2,000 is merely keeping up with the last five years of money printing if you go back to the fall under 1000 right? That's right. That's the problem is that today... What $10,000 will buy is not what $10,000 would, would buy even five years ago. And, the, and we're in a bubble. Again, we've got a huge bubble here. All the inflated housing prices, the inflated real estate, which is commercial real estate, the malls that are closing, e-commerce. I mean, the cities are going to become, the cities are going to become essentially democratic hellholes, and they're, they're well on the way to doing it. The cities are going to be bankrupt. Yeah, I think I think you're describing yesterday. I mean, they already did this. But what's in, what's interesting to me, Doc, is when you really look at the. I'm a, I was a gold bug, and I had stagnated my money in the in, in in gold for a little while, and I needed it, right? So I got out and in, in in bad places. But aside from just the individual preparing the gold, why is there not a governmental push by fiscal responsible representatives? To reattach the, the, the currency to some combination of assets. Because if you, fixed it, if you fixed our national debt to gold right now, gold would be $280,000 an ounce, right? By the amount of money and the velocity of money, the flow and the liquidity. But if you reestablish a culmination of commodities that the country is strong in, you could bring integrity back to the dollar. And this is something that we've known for half a century. But the reality is this. It's more advantageous for the corruptors in our society to pretend we have this faith and credit bulldog, right? Well, they're all making money on it. I mean, how much money do you think these exposés from James O'Keefe about BlackRock, you know, buying a senator for $10,000, this is the best Congress you could buy or the best Congress available to be bought. You know, this is a, they're all corrupt. Joe Biden is the poster child for this. With Which is why he's the perfect president around. for this time. Yeah, this much money going around. Send another billion dollars to Ukraine, one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Let's see how much of it they steal before the weapons aren't getting there. I mean, this is a whole money laundering scheme, and the politicians are in on it. You know, politicians are still able to um, bet with a knowledge of what's going on in the market. They're, they can do all kinds of things as elected officials that the no normal investor would go to jail for doing. 
Of course so they, they can. can and and the, the corruption is massive. So if you've tried to find somebody in Washington who's not on the woke agenda, you're going to have a hard time. And they want this ESG investing where you're going to, you're, you know, the but Department of Labor has already introduced the rules for ERISA plans, which is 150 million Americans with their retirement plans, about 1.5 trillion in assets. And they're going to start being able to invest that money for companies that are diverse or climate change sensitive and on the woke agenda, not for getting a return. People better wake up that this is a deliberate attempt to destroy the middle class. And the neo-Marxists behind this have every intention of destroying capitalism and rushing us to totalitarianism. The signs are everywhere. This you know is what's funny? Why, you, why, do you still call them, why do you still call them neo? Because they have ties on? I mean, these are the, the legit. They've managed to profit more than the original Marxists. That's the only difference, isn't it? And they don't think that the, the revolution is going to come from the workers of the world. They think it's going to come from a Maoist cultural revolution, which is why they're attacking God. They're attacking the family. They're doing gender confusion. They're trying to change the language. You know, they're more concerned. You've got the Department of Labor running LGBT seminars for its employees. It's Social Security just made all of its employees go through LGBT training. And forget about that. This is not, that's not the purpose of government. It's not for ideological indoctrination. But that's where they want to destroy capitalism, and they know that destroying the money will do it. And it's, on, it's happening. It's in progress. And I'm you just trying to warn people. Well, you've been doing this. You've been doing this for thirty books. I mean, I love some of your books. The Great Oil Conspiracy is absolutely one of my favorites. You've got so many, but you've taken on global warming for decades, and now yep. there's this this big push. They call it climate change. These stupid son of a guns have been wrong for seventy years. Why is it the people still tolerate this stuff? I mean, it's amazing. You say that somebody's from the government, they'll accept what they know is a lie, and they'll say, "Okay, I'm in." Why are people so stupefied by? Political well, we, whores who've been lying for 70 years, or at least wrong for 70 years. Why do they pay no well, repercussions? People want to believe, you know, it's simple ideas, and they're repeated over and over again. You know, if Biden said something, the best thing to do is to, to assume he's lying and try to figure out why. If Fauci yeah. said something, might as well do the same. Any government official, look at, look at Durham. Uh, he says, oh, this government, the FBI did terrible things, Russian collusion with no one is indicted. No one's indicted because it was okay that they did it because they went after Trump. We're dealing with an ideologically driven government. And I say neo-Marxist only because they're expecting this second generation of Marxists or third or fourth or 40th generation. They think by destroying the culture is the way that they will get totalitarianism. And it always ends up in that their solutions are that we eat bugs, we don't have cars, we can't heat our homes. We don't have any money. No one has a house. That's where they're headed. And I'm telling people, wake up, see it. And that this book, I think, is going to hopefully shock enough people to say, you know, the Department of Labor is going to allow them to put your retirement savings, and you'll have no control over it, into what's going to end up being some tree-hugging, money-losing experiment. Uh, Solyndra, all the, all the uh, solar and wind projects that Obama did, 90% of that money went to his campaign finance committee from 2008. These people are That's stealing a, this money. Yeah. And, and these, and there's, so let's build another solar farm. Well, it won't work. Uh, it goes bankrupt. Nobody goes to jail. Where'd the money go? 
It's a great way to steal money, and the government has become a printing press of money that is being set up to disappear. They, they're not accounting for it. They can't account for the money that goes to Ukraine, and they're just printing it in such a way that it's going to become rapidly worthless. Now, Dr. Jerome Corsi, you and I work diligently hard. You, you wrote the book, but I wanted to help you because I thought it was truly a game changer, the book The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, and Climate Change. Where you had, I, 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 I forgot the amount of footnotes. But you, you, you don't write from your yeah, perspective. A, How many? A thousand, thousand footnotes in that book. And what My you next do? one, by the way, the next yeah. one on Marxism, the, I, the next book is going to be The Truth About Neo-Marxism, Cultural Maoism, and Anarchy. It's the second of that of the energy book, A Great Awakening Trilogy. It has 3,000 footnotes in it, the next one. This is what people have to know about you, because you've been attacked by the mainstream you've been attacked by the government because you're you're spe- you investigate fact the great oil conspiracy another book based in fact three what is it 300,000 pages of the nazis and how they manufactured oil it's at the university of new mexico you prove it you prove everything why why are so many people morons i mean i i hate to say it that way but you're proving it wrong history our own history proves the predictions wrong i have leonard nimoy talking about an ice age when he was on star trek i mean this is something that we have the truth we have the fact why are people afraid to look at these professional pathological liars and say you're wrong you're a liar well people have to learn how to read again i mean they're not reading i mean in that book if you just read my climate book or read this book on the coming global crash, you can prepare yourself with some truth. It's, you just have to, you know, the, it's not hard, but people are not trained in school to think. 13-year-olds these days are failing in math. You know, the studies that just came out, New York Times just published it this week. We have some of the lowest reading and math scores ever. And the because highest the schools are teaching. Ever. Well, and the, the schools are teaching them about critical race theory and transgender sex when they ought to be teaching them, you know, they don't learn, you don't have to bother learning how to add or divide. You've got a calculator. You've got a cell phone. It'll do it for you. Don't think. Just punch the buttons. Well, you know, they, we're, we're getting a society that is easily led down the path because lies are easier to believe. They're, they're created with easy solutions. You know, just take the vaccine. You'll be okay. Don't yeah. worry about I can't wait you know, for you to write a book on that. I can't wait for you to really dig into to the pharmaceutical complex of corruption that we pretend is our, is our American uh, uh, medical industry. I love it. I love when you write. You know that. I'm here anytime you want to talk about it. You're one of the true investigative reporters of our time after being a phenomenal uh, economist, somebody who worked diligently hard to understand and articulate the economy. He is Dr. Jerome Corsi. The new book is How the Coming Global Crash Will Create a Historic Gold Rush. You are my friend. Thank you so much, Dr. Jerome, for coming on. I appreciate it. God bless you, Sean. Thank you very much. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I just want to give you an idea of the kind of scum we deal with. MSNBC contributor exploits missing sub-tragedy to wish death on Supreme Court justice. Now, I don't know if this is a woman. It could be another Democrat woman with facial hair. They tend to grow it. Uh, his name, I guess, MSNBC 
National Justice Correspondent, Ellie Mistal. Uh, there's a 50-50 chance this could be one of a woman or a trans testicle. I don't know, one of those fracking things. Anyway, next time some rich white person wants to take Sam Alito on an expensive trip, please take him to see the Titanic. Are we doing jokes now? Because I could do jokes. Why not take affirmative action Jackson, the most unqualified dimwit, to ever be a Supreme Court justice? Can he take her? Oh, that would be racism, wouldn't it? Racism. I don't know. Maybe I need a girl's name. Some facial hair to get away with it. I can't de- I can't decide what it is. 312-642-5600. I can't see the name. Is this Uncle Ralph? Don't swear, you degenerate. Uncle Ralph. <laughs> degenerate, huh? <laughs> you should see who's out here. You would have loved today. You would have loved today. You should have came. I lived, you know what? I lived in Barrington for 11 years, and it's beautiful. It's too bad in Illinois. Um, You're the reason I drove you know, a white car. I, you had a white car back then, remember? Right? What would you have, a Jaguar? No, it was a Tornado. Anyway, what you don't even make anymore. You know, you know the position I'm in, and I've got about 25 to 30% of my assets in gold, silver, and cryptos. Yeah. If they listen to Mr. Kersey, I'm I'm ready to step up and just dump it all into gold and silver. And I I got a chunk of it sitting here. I'm prob- I'm, I, I got a problem with a little bit, you know, because it's it's so manipulated. They're able to sell it naked, sell it short, and you look at, uh, you know, it's such an illusion. I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant. I'm a little concerned. Theoretically, well, what you fundamentally, what's that? What do you do with dollars? You can you buy you, for toilet you, paper. You know, I like to buy stuff that you can monetize in good areas, not where there's no Democrats. I'm, you know, me, I'm Southwest Florida, babe. But I'll tell you another thing. I, I was thinking about you, and I'll tell you why. I also know the position you're in, and I know what the G did to you, and I know the kind of taxes you gave to this corrupt mafia, and I know how much better you would have done with it, and you realize that this scumbag, toothless bagman had $8.3 million, he just left, I, I don't want to pay taxes, for a decade. Well, his old man was a fracking VP. And instead of, you know. instead of being investigated, you didn't even have the decency. First of all, you stole the money. You don't file taxes on it? You rat bastard, and now you get away with it? Let me ask you a question, Uncle Ralph, because I know what the answer is. What would have happened if you would have trimmed off a third of your income and said you didn't want to pay taxes on it? What would have happened to you? You, you know, you, yeah. shortly before you came to work for me, they changed the tax laws in 82 and made them go back to 79. And I wrote them a chunk uh, for taxes in 79. They came back and put a couple of zeros behind it and said that's the new rule. I fought him for 11 years, all going all the way to the Supreme uh, uh, Court of Tax Appeals. For, uh, people don't know the IRS got their own court system. Yeah. 11 years I fought them. If I just had the money back I spent on lawyers and, and accountants, I'd be sipping drinks with umbrellas in them for the rest of my life. Let alone I mean, the I, money they took from I me. love just since the, the time the I... IRS is the most... The IRS is the most... They talk about the FBI being corrupt. The IRS is the most corrupt organization in the history of the planet. Yeah. Without a doubt. You know you know why I love you? I remember when you were going through all that. And I remember you were fighting and you were like, Listen, it isn't about the money, it's about the principle. 
And that's yeah. you know that's the kind of that's the kind of people who always pay the one with principles. And you could have easily been a Democrat oligarch, but and you would have probably had five times the money you got. But you wouldn't have the peace of mind you have. So I want to tell you right I, I now, I love you. I love you because of that character. And I don't give a rip about the money, uh, because I tell you what, you always stood on principle. You are the Uncle Ralph. I love you. And you look at you went a whole segment. Nobody had to dump you. You didn't swear. Now I'm not going to let you know swear. I, now. Wow. I, swearing. I love to swear, but I, I just. This is too important. The people in this country are getting absolutely duped, and they're making them dumber and dumber in school. It's, yeah. it's a shame on what they've done to my country. You know, I'm okay. 77, and, I, and I've seen this country at its absolute best in the 50s and 60s, and now I'm seeing it at its very worst. I've seen, I, got, I went the whole gamut with this country in 77 years. Yeah, you were born at the right time. And you didn't do too bad in the 80s, from what I remember. You even might have enjoyed oh, no. some of the 90s. Yes, you did. I know. All right. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye. Oh, I didn't mean to hang up on you, Uncle Ralph. But there, there, this is the this is the, the the aggravating aspect. This is why I was so motivated to discuss this today, rather than play this imbecile in diapers and get you even more aggravated. I've got all the tapes from today and Moody, but I understand the scam. You're going to bribe them through the Trojan horse of corruption called climate change, so they don't move forward with de-dollarizing, even though they're the eye in bricks, and uh, this all could be avoided. Because when this country stood for something that Uncle Ralphie was talking about in all of those decades, back when Joe Biden could form a sentence that dimwit in diapers that he is today, this would have never happened. And it didn't need to happen because the dollar had integrity. But see, when the La Cosa Nostra, the mafia, controls something, there is no integrity in it. None. And it isn't about three Italian guys sitting around talking about the spread of a Monday night football. The La Cosa Nostra is what you see here. Thank you, Mr. President. I have a question for the Prime Minister, but first a two-part question for you. Uh, your comments at a fundraiser this week appeared... First of all, you're going to ask a 80-year-old dementia patient who still can't figure out why his socks are wet, even if he follows the trail. You're going to ask him a two-part question? I got 500 says he can't remember the second part. What do you say, squirrel? To be the first time in recent memory that a sitting U.S. president has called a Chinese leader a dictator. Uh, did those comments about President Xi undermine or complicate the progress your administration has made in maintaining a relationship with China? And secondly, on India, as you raise these broader issues of human rights and democracy, what is your message to those, including some members of your own party, who say that your administration is overlooking the targeting of religious minorities and crackdown on dissent in Prime Minister Modi's country? Answer your first question is no. Uh, you know, uh, when we're talking to our allies and, and partners around the world, including India, uh, we let the, uh, uh, the idea of my All right. choosing and avoiding saying what I think is the facts with regard to the relationship with India, with uh, China, is uh, is just not uh, something I'm going to uh, change very much. Um, I think we, uh, I believe that, and I've said this for some time, that the hysteria about the relationship with China is collapsing and moving, et cetera, et cetera. We had an incident that uh, caused uh, some uh, some confusion, you might say. But President, but the Secretary Blinken had a great trip to China. I expect to be meeting with President Xi sometime in the future, in the near term, and uh, I don't think it's had any real consequence. Uh, and what was your second question? I told you, Squirrel. 
Take that 500 and put it in Tunnel to Towers. They do wonderful things, and they're wonderful people, and they're here today. Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Uh, there's no way he was going to remember that. He had to lie about the first answer. You see, because that's all he's ever done in his miserable existence. Oh, that's when he just stands there with a stupid stare in his face. You know how it is. You know the stare. First of all, I think it is the existential threat to humanity, climate change. It's the most serious problem we face as human beings. I still say government corruption. It's not even close. It's government corruption. We all know it is. And then there's the other problem about government corruption. It has a deep bench, a very deep bench. Um, I think of those two frogs, you know, the two frogs in the two pots. So <laughs> for, your, for your listeners, here it goes. So is one of the frogs a tramp that knows Willie Brown? Two pots of water and two frogs. And in one pot, you put the frog in the water and you slowly turn up the heat. And that frog's just hanging out as the heat just slowly gets hotter to the mm. point that that water starts to boil and that frog perishes. In the other pot of water, you first turn up the heat real high. The water's boiling. You drop that frog in. He'll jump right out. Mm. The lesson there, as far as I'm concerned, don't be that first frog. Yeah, let's talk about the frog and the scorpion. <laughs> Yeah, you're the scorpion, dimwit. Now put your shirt on. 312-642-5600. We'll be back after this. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. By its adoption of House Resolution 521, the House is resolved that the House of Representatives censures Adam Schiff, representative of the 30th Congressional District of California, for misleading the American public and for, and for conduct unbecoming of an election. <laughs> Those are Democrat, Congress, birthing people, and other these freaks. As we know, beyond the shadow of a doubt, it is a hoax. It was collusion. It was a conspiracy to cover up the true collusion between the corrupt, Nazi-sympathizing Ukrainian government that was killing its own people, its own Ukrainians, for eight years. And this dimwit in diapers, Robinette Biden convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time. to. What do you think happened the first 11 times? What do you think happened? And the good news is he has an infrastructure of foot soldiers, the Marxist foot soldiers, to his mafia. Elected member of the House of Representatives, the Representative Adam Schiff will be forthwith present himself in the well of the House of Representatives for the pronouncement of censure. Censure. Take your censure to McCarthy. You should be censured. What do you think of that? That's why we need a third party. I don't want censure. I want rabid auditing. Oh, yes, I do. Of his campaign coffer and yours, Kevin McCarthy, you collaborator. You're both from California. And you're just getting around to this now? That Representative Adam Schiff will be censured with the public reading of this resolution by the Speaker. And that the Committee on Ethics shall conduct an investigation into Representative Adam Schiff's falsehoods, misrepresentations, and abuse of sensitive information. 
And that's an absolute guarantee that Adam Schiff will get a promotion. See, that's how government works. When you're stupid but corrupt, you get a promotion. And it will take long. He'll be senator. And then instead of every two years being elected, it'll be every six. And that's where the real scourge hides. That's how Joe Robinette Biden hid for five decades as a senator till he got his promotion. And now he's the perfect figurehead, the hood ornament of the mafia. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so I had said earlier that the most obvious example of election fraud this country's ever had was the 2020 election. The second most obvious example of election fraud took place in Arizona in 2022. We watched as a nation, as someone who never debated as a candidate, mysteriously won. She had formerly been the Secretary of State of Arizona. My next guest is the victim of that theft. She is the author of a new book called Unafraid, Just Getting Started. She is Carrie Lake. Carrie, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Oh, it's my pleasure. It's great to be with you. I love uh, Chicago. Spent a lot of time there as a kid, and I'm happy to be with you. And I agree and concur with everything you just said. Well, you know, Carrie, you have a, you have a unique quality, a unique gift. You have a way of speaking that makes people appreciate your character. And it is something that um, mafia members and... Um, frauds are intimidated by i watched as you demanded begged for a debate and you received none and it is clear now as to why she didn't have to debate you she didn't have to do anything you see in our neighborhood it's called the fix is in and that's exactly what happened i never saw a more unqualified a more unqualified a, 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 a more a more obvious example of incompetence than the so-called governor of arizona today well, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think I think it's the tie for first place, though, with John Fetterman and and Joe Biden. And, you know, my my warning to the people is welcome to the world, the future. If we do not start to stand up and speak out about these rigged, rotten elections, they'll continue to do it. They don't have to debate, Sean. They don't have to campaign. They don't have no. to have good policy because they control the elections. And guess what they're telling us? You will you will um, live with the results of these bogus elections, and you will sit down and shut up. Well, I decided I wasn't going to sit down and shut up. I grew up in the Midwest. I believe there's right and there's wrong, and I wasn't just wronged by this fraudulent election. The good people of Arizona were wronged, and frankly, the whole country, because what happens in Arizona doesn't stay here. This isn't Las Vegas. We've got a wide-open border, and the fact that they have this fraudulent governor sitting in the governor's office Allowing this to happen, that means fentanyl is coming to Chicago. Illegal aliens are coming to Chicago. Children are being sex trafficked across our border. And this is the consequence of allowing and turning our heads and just ignoring the fact that our elections are a complete joke. And I, and I, I will speak up to Republicans who say we should ignore it and move on. And I will speak up to Democrats 
this is the issue of our time. We're going to lose our country if we don't restore honesty in our elections. And, Carrie, there's something else that's um, really quite interesting about your story. You were in the media. You are a, 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 a woman. You are a mother. How many kids? It's, how many kids do you have? I have two. I have a nineteen and uh, twenty, uh, eighteen and twenty-year-old son and daughter. You you worked your way and navigated your way through the media. Which, when you reflect on the media, the only way we the country could get to this devolving of principles is because they had a propaganda wing. And the media partakes in that. We're from Chicago. We see it every day as they put lipstick on the pig of corruption that are the Chicago politics. And it's everywhere the Democrats really are. But you navigated those waters. Did you think that maybe through your uh, history with the media, you would get a more honest interpretation of your policies? Were you shocked at the way you were character uh, assassinated or you, you were you were maligned? Were you shocked at it? I guess I wasn't shocked. I thought I would get, um, I, I guess, a little more fair coverage because I worked for 30 years in the media and I worked for 27 years here in Arizona. We have some of the most corrupt media ever here in Arizona. And, I mean, just immediately I got the Donald Trump treatment, which told me that they're worried about me. I'm, I'm in politics as a mother. I stepped forward the people of Arizona when I walked away from my career because I didn't want to be taking part in propaganda the good people of this state said, would you please run for office? We need someone who we trust, who understands the issues, and will fight for us. And so I thought, well, why not? I mean, that's what our country is built on, regular citizens stepping forward, citizen politicians uh, stepping forward. I'll do it. Uh, little did I know it, was the most, it is the most corrupt, disgusting, evil swamp in the world. And the media did turn on me, just like they did with Trump. They're trying to silence us. They're trying to scare people away from getting involved in politics. And we have to just, we have to be fearless in that. We have to be unafraid to be attacked, canceled, have slanderous things said about us. We just have to say it doesn't matter. We're in a battle to save our country. But the way in which Donald Trump is being used as a weapon to indict the character of other people is fascinating. They do it with the people who support him ideologically and vote for him. Uh, they're, they're calling it the MAGA extremist and all the rest of it. But the reality is you were not in lockstep with everything Donald Trump did. Uh, you were never able to articulate those principles. I, I think you probably were against the mandate. I don't know for sure, because no one ever gave you the platform to debate. So the idea that you can take a person and use him as a weapon to indict the character of people who are basing their policies on fundamentals is really something to watch. And I'm curious to know, did you ever differ with Donald Trump on policies? I know I did, and I'm wondering if you did, on a certain specificity. Well, let me talk about his policies he's putting forward now, his Agenda 47. I think it is the most brilliant political policy for quickly turning this nightmare around. If you haven't seen it, I encourage you to go to his website and take a look at it. He's been articulating it. He's been putting videos out. Of course, the media won't cover it. Um, you're talking about, it sounds like, during COVID. Yes. Well, I wish I, I wish that he would have been able to see the future, and yes. I wish I would have, too. I mean, pretty early on, I went, something's wrong. But initially, I think the vast majority of people were afraid. We're like, wow, we've got this famous virologist. He's apparently really been around for a long time. They're telling us, you know, millions. They went into Trump's office and said, seven, eight, nine, ten million people will die if you don't do this. Now, listen, I think Donald Trump's amazing. He's a patriot. He loves this country. He gave up everything. He gave up a business. He had his family dragged through the mud. But I'll tell you one thing he's not. 
he's a businessman. He's uh, you know brilliant when it comes to the economy. He's tough. He's a great de- uh, deal maker. He's not a medical doctor and a virologist. Mm-hmm. And all of the people giving him advice who were supposedly the experts of all experts were telling him, you're going to see 10 million people die if you don't do this. You know, I, I, w- I would love to say that he is uh, you know, a virologist and should have seen through this, but he didn't. And none of us really knew. We had to learn it, and it was so hard to get the information because the media, social media, was keeping it from us. Yeah. Every time somebody would speak out, so I don't blame him for what happened during COVID. I really don't. I, I of course, as a mother, was staunchly opposed to masks. Once I figured out this whole thing was way overplayed, I, I was really urging everybody to stop wearing the masks, don't comply. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of rallying for people who were losing their jobs because they didn't want to get this shot that they had serious concerns about. Um, and so I, 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 that's where I stand on all of that. I think COVID... It was in many ways used to push mail-in ballots to bring Trump down and oh, to stop this movement. And and, and, and so, you had so I, much evidence I, in your particular election, so much that you were I'm never happy. able to produce. You were never able to do, to to bring it to to to, to judgment. And this is the part that well, I find fascinating: the way that they lock you out. We did bring it to court. You know, we had to fight to get the evidence in order to go to court because we're having to fight the person we're suing, which is Maricopa County. We had to fight them to get the evidence to take it to court. And, you know, they only recently gave us some of it. And now we're finding out the stuff they recently gave us is really damning. And we're going to file another lawsuit. But um, we did take it to court. We had five hours to prove our case. The, the, the system is not um, conducive to filing election complaints, and, of course, the judicial system's a wreck here. I mean, Maricopa County is rotten from top yeah. to bottom. we got a lot of Chicago Democrats few- that moved there. Well, I mean, we, you know, I think they took a page out of the Chicago playbook, vote early, vote often, that whole thing. And, and I think they took what happened in Chicago decades ago, and they basically brought it to all of these blue cities and and blue counties, and they realize if you can just rig a couple of elections in a couple of mega counties, you can control who's in the White House. Because yeah. that's why they're against populist um, politicians, the pe- mm-hmm. who the people are with. It makes it more obvious that they're rigging elections, but they've been doing it forever. Yes. So now, um, does anybody but me find it suspicious that Katie Hobbs was the Secretary of State? And I could be wrong, but isn't the Secretary of State in charge of the election integrity? Well, she oversees, you know, um, a, a lot of the elections for all the counties, the 15 counties, and certifying the elections. So she's able to certify a bogus election and threatening to put people in jail if they, too, didn't certify. their. There were people in other counties of Arizona who didn't want to certify the counties, and she was threatening. They were being threatened to be locked up if they didn't certify what they saw as a rotten election. Our entire government has been weaponized against us. And now they're trying to prevent me from talking about it. They want to lock me up for pointing out all of the problems. They want to sue me for pointing out the problems, for mm-hmm. pointing out their complete incompetence. And they're going to try to lawfare us to death. Um, I, I just got served, or not served, I just got informed that um, the county recorder in Maricopa County is trying to sue me for defamation, mm-hmm. for pointing out complete incompetence. And... You know, they're trying to silence us. What they did on January 6th was they tried to keep people from protesting after that. 
They wanted to scare people away from protesting and using their First Amendment rights. They threw people behind bars into the gulags, practically. And and it did work for a while. People said, we're not going to protest. We're afraid. They want us afraid to speak out. They want to mm-hmm. rig elections and have us scared to death to say a word about it because we might get sued. We cannot succumb to that kind of pressure right now. It's do or die. We're going to lose our country. And this mom does not want to leave her kids this country that is a globalist um, Marxist country where they don't have freedom. So I'm going to fight like hell. And that's the part I want to talk about, because I like the title of your book, especially the part where it says you're just getting started. Um, because you never you never really had the chance to do and ex- expose your principles and your belief because you were dealing with a coward who didn't want you to talk about this, didn't want you to debate. I can't wait for you to get involved in something. What's on the horizon for Carrie Lake? Well, I was able to show what I was going to do for Arizona, and I still hope I can. I hope we win our case. I'm still going to continue pursuing it. We have an incredible case. We are uh, maybe filing a whole new lawsuit. Because the people of Arizona are begging me, do not give up this fight. If you give up, there's nobody standing up for us and and to get our elections back. Um, So I'm going to continue doing that. And that's why we started Save Arizona Fund for people and people all over the country who said, we want to help out. We know this is an important battle in Arizona that affects the whole country. I'm going to be on a book tour for a little bit because I just am releasing the book right now. And I am contemplating another run for office. I mean, I had... A very powerful person in politics come to my door and try to bribe me out of being in politics. He said, how much would it take to keep you out of politics? <laughs> the Uniparty does not want America First candidates like me in politics because they know they can't control us. They can't. We can't be bribed. We can't be bought. Yes. And so that tells me that I, I really should remain in the arena. If they want me out, if those are the enemies and the enemies want me out, then I need to stay in. Carrie, Illinois is a mirror image of this. We've been living this for 100 years. Um, I always say you can clean your own house, you can't clean your neighbor's house. But the reality is the systemic duopoly of corruption in the GOP is what sickens me. The only thing that makes me matter of people calling me, uh, thinking I'm a Chicagoan Democrat mafia member, is when I, uh, they label me as a Republican. I find the Republican Party offensive. I find old lady face Mitch McConnell offensive. I find so much of the hierarchy, including the new um, uh, Congress head, Kevin McCarthy, I find him offensive. I'm very well aware of his career and the scandal of Rubbergate with the check bouncing, and that was his old boss and the rest of it. I think it's time for a new party. Or am I just being um, too, too absolutist? Should I pretend that the Republican Party has any virtue left? I mean, how many tea parties do they have to crush before we wake up is my point. But what do you think? Well, there's definitely a battle royale happening in the Republican Party. I'm not willing. I always say I'm a conservative running on the Republican ticket. I'm not willing to relinquish um, the the Republican name. I mean, this is the party of Abe Lincoln. This is the party that gave us great Barry Goldwater. This is the party of great President Ronald Reagan, who yeah. hails from close to my neck of the woods. I'm from the Quad Cities, and he's not too far away where he was born. Um, and this is the party of Donald Trump. And we have these globalists. These uh, selfish, globalist, uh, uniparty, many of them rhinos, trying to claw this back because they know that we, the people, have taken the Republican Party and we're not going to let them drag it back down. I think we have to stand up to these people. They're weak. They never stand up for a, a noble cause, a noble fight. They always back down and cower because they're all controlled. They've got, you know. And they put up no fight against election theft. None. And that's another thing none. that disgusts and- me. 
and they say to you, they say to me, don't don't talk about the elections. Don't talk about 2020 or 2020. Just move on and run again. I said, are you kidding? And I'm a mom. If we've got a problem in our family, if I discover there's an issue with my daughter or my son or in my marriage, I don't put my head in the sand and then pray and hope it goes away. Yes. And I believe in prayer. Don't get me wrong. And I believe that's powerful. But you have to fix the problems. Yes. And so this, any Republican who says Trump's talking about the past, Kerry Lake's talking about, no, we're trying to save the future. Yes. And you can't save the future if you have selections rather than elections. So I think any Republican and many of the ones running against Trump are attacking him for talking about 2020. It's kind of funny. They always ask him about it. And then when he answers, they say all he talks about is 2020. Yes. <laughs> It's a, it's a disgrace, but the, it's going to take people who are unafraid, and that is the title of your new book. The new book is Unafraid, Just Getting Started. I hope so, Carrie Lake, because I have kids, too, that are about the same age as yours, and I have grandkids I haven't met yet. And uh, we're going to need good people to be unafraid, to stand up and fight the leviathan of corruption, the duopoly of a mafia called our political system in this country. And Carrie Lake, you can do it. I love watching you talk. I can't wait to see the future. Thank you so much for making time for me. I truly appreciate it. Let me see. If I may say one more thing, you can find my book. Um, you can go to my website. You can go to Amazon, wherever you order books. This is not a boring political book. I promise you that. From the first sentence all the way to the end, it is a page turner. Only a few people have been able to read it. I've given them advanced copies, and they, all of them reached out separately and said, I could not put it down. I'm mad at you because I was up until 3 a.m. reading all through the <laughs> night. could put the book down. And so, um, I, hope, I hope that all of your listeners enjoy it. Give me the name of your site. You can go to carrylake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com, or you can just find it on Amazon, or you can go right there on my website and order it if you want to order it straight from the publisher. This is a publisher that doesn't silence MAGA. This is a publisher that believes in the First Amendment. Yeah. And this is a publisher I went because I didn't want them editing my story and turning it into some weird um, you know, uniparty message that I did not even write. And they, some it. of these other publishers, I love it. Thank you so much, Carrie Lake. I don't know what happened to the line there. Thank you so much for joining me. I truly appreciate you. Thank you, and uh, God bless you and all of Chicago. We'll be back with your calls and comments. 81 million votes. My ass. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Let's go to, uh, I love when we have a full board. I'm not going to make you wait much longer. We are going to have the Tunnel to Towers, guys, and, and, and let me tell you something. I love the guys. You know, it's the first time I'm meeting them face-to-face. They're even better in person. Kevin Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh man, I gotta follow Carrie Lake, dude. That was awesome. Oh, thank you. I, I, I really. That was a, a travesty, and it, it got very little attention that it should have, in my opinion. And the fact that they still have evidence and they're still presenting cases, it's great. But how do I get my yesterday back? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. That was one of the big. That was about when I started listening to you maybe oh. six weeks or so before that whole thing. And, and I mean, I've been hooked ever since. And, uh, oh, thank you, bro. Um, but uh, what I really wanted to say was, I don't know if you have, um, you've mentioned Joe Rogan before, and I know you've, there's been a few people calling this week talking a little bit about RFK, but have you actually listened to that whole podcast with him? Not, the, and, and not the whole. I've listened to excerpts, but not the whole. But I, I listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I am a Joe Rogan fan. I love him. Okay. I Even when I disagree with him, I love him. Uh, I, I mean, I'm a big this, fan. This one, 
I'm I don't have the time to listen, but go ahead. You, if you if you can make it, uh, just try because it's. Right. I mean, it's. I mean, Joe Rogan says like ten words through the whole thing. RFK is just rattling stuff off. Like it's it, it's really really good. If you get hey, listen, I, I I from what I hear, I like I, I, I any. First of all, we need a different a, a different trajectory. If it's going to take him to get us there, I'm in. If it's going to take somebody else, I'm in. But I like the idea that somebody's running and he says, look, the party I'm affiliated with sucks. I don't want this nonsense. Exactly. I don't want this nonsense. Yeah. I'm a Republican, but we'll still be Republicans. Forget about it. I'm not, I've never been a Republican. I've never been. The Democrats are mafia. The Republicans are second place mafia. I'm tired of pretending they're not. I really am. And in Illinois or in the country or in Nevada or wherever they are, they're in on the scams, too. Look at this, Illinois. You want a pot dispensary? You want a video poker game machine? Who's in control? And then I got to watch that idiot, Pat Brady, go on, go on news channels and bash the idea of what Republicanism is supposed to be because he's a traitor, just like Joe Biden is. And, and you know what you get for being a traitor in the Republican Party? A promotion. It's sickening. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very yeah. much, bro. Yeah. Thank you. You got it, buddy. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. Now, maybe it's because we're going to have dinner soon, but I want to go to a connoisseur of cream puffs. Cream puff, Jim. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Cream puff, Jim. There you are. Hello. Oh, yeah. I'm out here somewhere. Anyway, Sean, I was disappointed that they're going to impeach the big guy over the border because I had some voting machines uh, yeah. set to go with D on the top of them. You know, so. Yeah. If you got voting machines, they have Wendy's bags on them. You don't have any furniture in your house. You got holders for greasy bags. You don't kid me, kid. All right, I got to go to break, and then when we get back, when I get back, I'm going to have on the Tunnel to Towers guys. Now listen, this isn't about not being a Democrat. This organization and these men, what they bring is what every father wants for their family: the financial stability of a home. I think it's the greatest organization. And wait till you hear. I got breaking news on my show, what they are working on. We'll be back with the Tunnel to Towers guys after this short break. If you're on the line, I'm going to get to you after them. Thank you. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All gave some. are the principles of uh, Tunnel to Towers. And uh, I have to tell you, Tom, it's, it's a pleasure. I was able to interview you. We had a wonderful interview. And then today I was able to meet you. And, Jack, I never talked to you before. No. But um, the story you gave, you know, they were making fun of me because I was misty during that story. Because I remember that day. And I remember the emotion of the day. We're talking about September 11th. But um, your story about being on the, on the, on the rubble, that's the story that people have to remember out of all of that tragedy and the tragedy that follows was a phenomenal organization. And, and, and you and I were talking about men, no matter how old, when you have kids, what's the one thing you want to do when you want to bring financial stability? And you do that. So if you don't mind, 
I know it's a, it's a story that I'm asking you to, to retell. But about the, uh, the coming together is the part that I loved in okay. that story. So if sure. you don't mind. Not a problem, Sean. Thank you for having us, number one. And, uh, you know, I always tell people that I have so many bad memories of 9-11, yeah. but I have some good ones. Yeah. And my first day there, I was an off-duty battalion chief on the day of 9-11. I got there about 11 o'clock. The second tower came down at 10:28. So we were just confronted with a, two piles about eight, nine stories high over 16 acres of land, and we simply just climbed up onto the top of the piles, and we started digging through the rubble, searching for bodies and body parts. Mm. And it took us, uh, you know, days and weeks and months to, to really get that pile down to ground level. But the first day I was there, I was there for about 12 hours now, into the morning of 9-12, and we are exhausted, and we just found out we were going to work 24-hour shifts on, 24-hour shifts off. So I was going to get some sleep, go back to my firehouse and get some sleep. And I was just ready to walk down from the pile, and I look down at the bottom of the pile, and I see firemen, about 10 firemen, marching up to my location in formation. And I said to myself, these are not New York City firemen, <laughs> because we don't do anything in formation. Yeah. And uh, they were, as I, found, as I found out later on, they came up to my location, gave me a big salute, and said, Chief, we're here to help you. How can we help? And I can't tell you the feeling that overcame me the feeling of love and support that I got from these fellow firemen that were from a small town in Tennessee that got into their cars and drove 13 hours up to New York City to help us in our time of need. And I always tell people, that's the goodness of America. Yeah. That's what America is all about. And I saw the goodness of America for my nine months when I was on that pile and later on into the pit digging out the basements of the World Trade Center. And I know America is a great country no, because we have people like that. And you know what's fascinating is um, there's a lot of post problems, health problems, from you guys like you who were dealing with that rubble. You were told, ironically, by government that, that that was not toxic, that it was safe to breathe. We come to find out, once again, you were misinformed there, whether it was intentional or not. That I'll argue on another day. But the reality is there are still firemen who lived but are now having massive problems from that your organization covers them in case they die because you actually cover the fire the police the emts and all of the warriors it's a phenomenal organization so that's the part i love about it because you're not abandoning people uh because we never know how many you're never going to have an empty supply there's always going to be tragedy in this nation and you pick up where several other entities including government leave off and that's the key. And now, Tom, you were telling me during our interview about how it was founded and the name of who it was founded. And why don't you tell that story? Sure. So, uh, Sean, first off, thank you for having us out here today. Thank you to the entire AM560 team for running this event for us today. It's, yeah. We really, really appreciate it. Um, on September 11th, uh, New York City firefighter Stephen Siller had just finished the night shift at Squad 1 in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Squad 1 is an elite firefighting unit for the FDNY. Uh, he was on his way home to play in a golf outing with the Street Brothers when he heard on his scanner that a plane hit the World Trade Center. Steve called his wife, Sally, asked her to call his brothers that he would catch up with them later, turned his car around, went back to his firehouse. The firehouse was empty. They had already responded to the crash. Um, he grabbed all his gear and drove to the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. The Brooklyn Battery Tunnel connects Brooklyn to Lower Manhattan. The tunnel into Manhattan was closed for security purposes. So Steve abandoned his car, grabbed all his gear, put it on, 60 pounds of gear, and 
ran, ran the 1.7 miles through the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. Uh, they turned out to be his final footsteps, but he was able to take part in a rescue effort that yeah. saved thousands thousands of people's lives that day. I mean, that's that's the kind of thing that just, you know, that's that, it's, it's amazing. But what I love is that you're evolving, and what you're doing is continuing this mission. And you're even working diligently hard to have programs to save homeless veterans as well. Why don't you touch on that a little bit? Because I love this idea. This is a great idea, Sean. And uh, uh, Chairman and CEO Frank Silla came up with the idea about two years ago. So in January of 2022, we started our newest program to eradicate homelessness among our veteran population. There's 37,000 homeless veterans in this country. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's a crying shame. And I think for all Americans, we should be ashamed of ourselves and ashamed of our government for letting that happen. But we're not going to talk politics. No, we're going to talk about doing something about that. So it's a four billion dollar program. We're going to build them small comfort homes, about five, six hundred square feet. We're going to renovate hotels. We have 100 acres down in Florida. Somebody donated that land to us. We're going to put homeless vets down there. We have 300 acres in West L.A. Somebody donated that land to us. We're going to put 3000 homeless veterans from California on that land. And we're going to get them housed and we're going to get them the services they need by partnering with other non for profit it's for mental health counseling, for addiction services counseling, yeah. and for job placement. And we're going to take care of the people that protect America and make us the best country in the world. Well, listen, I'm going to tell you something. When you think about this, you're talking to Chicagoans, you're talking to Illinoisans, you're talking to people who are victims of all kinds of corruption, all kinds of pol- political schemes. And when you say something like $4 billion, this state got $200 billion in COVID relief fund. $4 billion, you solved the problem. It's a staggering. So listen, I'm going to tell you something. I I love the organization. I don't know what my career is, but I want to tell you something. For the rest of my career, I'm going to I'm going to help you with this. I mean, no, I love it because I want it to be something. Because this is the only way it's going to get solved is by us, not these political scallywags. Forgive me. Now I don't want to get you audited. Not the political (laughs) scallywags, but the reality is, this is the kind of thing that we can fix for relatively a reasonable amount of money because you've already had people that donate. And through this program, you'll get carpenters that will donate their time, bricklayers, plumbers, because these are the guys that would always donate their time. And uh, we have to figure out how to get the government to give credit for workers, something for workers, because this is how you can really get it forward. You know, when you get the work starting, once the hammers start making noise, we can maybe change things. So I want to tell you how much I love you for doing this, really. I mean, I know I just mentioned, but I love you. Thank you. Tom, really. Thank you, Sean. Sean Thank you so much. We have a simple ask. We ask all Americans to donate $11 a month to our charity, to our foundation, so we can bring home all these homeless veterans. $11 a month. I love it. And and the reason I love it is I want to drag myself out of bed as a kid. When you got the baby, right? You drag yourself out of bed because you want to do one thing and one thing only, and that's give them a place to live forever. They never have to worry. So I love it. It's the greatest organization I've ever even heard of. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Sean. Thank you very much. Thank you, brother. God bless you. God bless America. You don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.